Welcome to the Geek Therapy Podcast. This is Josue Cardona. With me today is David Zoltan. He's the founder and CEO of Geek Bar Chicago. The idea sounds awesome for many, many reasons, uh, which we'll get into in just a second. So first of all, um, David, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's just a pleasure to be here, especially considering some uh, huge honors that you just got. Thanks. Yeah, the Geeky Awards were uh, last night. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Congratulations. Um, the reason why I'm really excited about uh, Geek Bar Chicago is a story you have in the Kickstarter about um, wanting to see, uh, like somewhere, wanting somewhere to go see Doctor Who, right? A new episode. <laughs> Well, yeah, and the whole idea uh, came about last year uh, on August 22nd uh, of 2012. They uh, announced the new uh, series of Doctor Who. And here I was uh, sitting around going, you know, I, I really love to go and watch Doctor Who with my friends, with, with other Whovians in Chicago, because there are just a ton of them. I mean, you know, we were at Wizard World uh, Chicago just a couple of weeks ago, and the the number of of tardises and and uh, doctors that were running around was just amazing and we had such an incredible time but here we are in this community of people who have all sorts of great geekdoms whether it's sci-fi or fantasy or comics but where are people going to, to gather together with those people and be able to watch the things they want to watch or geek out about their their new comic books that just released or what have you and i realized that that is exactly what we need to do. In fact, I run the largest uh, board gaming organization in Chicago. In fact, board games, and we sometimes do stuff like uh, video games as well, but um, we have 1,600 members, and we're going to all these bars all around Chicago. In fact, you can't throw a stone down any street in Chicago without hitting a sports bar or a faux Irish bar, But and those are the places we're going to right now but we don't have a place of our own, a, a place that's just geek heaven for us. So that was the, the formulation of, of the concept. I started talking to some people and, and said, you know, where where's the geek bar for Chicago? And, and they said, you have to do it, David. <laughs> so that, that was it. It, was, it pretty much went from there. Um, you know, I used to own a game store up in the Detroit area called Blue Dragon Games. And, um, and so I have some entrepreneur chops, I, I guess you would call it. And so I started to do research for uh, many months, six months. In fact, we, we put just into research, um, figuring out how bars and restaurants work. And I had worked tangentially uh, in some restaurants uh, doing some PR work and, and what have you, but I had never, certainly never run an entire restaurant by myself. So um, I, I was a good geek. I, I did the research. I, um, I put in the time and, and put together a full business plan um, and started to, to get all that together, started to put together some of our, our base staff, the, the key staff members that are going to be putting this together. And on April 1st of this year, we announced that this is what we're doing <laughs> and we're looking for investors. So, um, and that process went on for, for several months. We got a ton of backers. And once we hit a level where we were, we felt that we have enough money to go ahead and move forward, we said, great, let's, let's start looking at Kickstarter and using that to help us geek out the bar. And so 
every dollar that is being pledged to us on Kickstarter is now going towards all the geeky goodness that we can fit into those four walls. Um, everything from you know making sure we have a nice, robust game menu for, for people who play board games to having TV that we can watch great sci-fi on um, to you know if we get up to that $70,000 level, then we're going to put the Iron Throne from HBO right at our chef's table for people to sit at and, and have amazing <laughs> meals by, by our great chefs. Um, before before we get more into the Kickstarter, um, so many great things you just said. But um, <laughs> that, um, I, I actually uh, I used to live in New York City, and there's a bar there called the Way Station. Yeah. And you, have you ever been there, or have you heard of it? I I was just recently in New York, and I was trying to find a way in the 24 hours that I was there to try and get there, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it. Um, so I'm planning a trip back there. But I, I do love that. You know they are they are this wonderful wonderful place for uh, for the sci-fi geeks especially us Whovians so it, it it makes my heart happy to know that it exists. <laughs> yeah, and that's where actually I used to go there on Sundays to watch the new episodes of Doctor Who. Uh huh. Exactly. And you know, like if you want to watch a game, there's a million sports bars you can go to. But where do you go if you want to watch Doctor Who or your favorite shows? Um, so I've had that experience, and I knew that there was a place that I could go, and the bathroom was in the shape of a TARDIS, and it was bigger on the inside than what it looked on the outside. It was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think that it's a it's a very cool place. I'm looking forward to being there uh, very soon, and uh, to introducing myself to to the folks that run it. And you know, I, I foresee us doing uh, very cool things. Uh, in fact, uh, since I started doing this, it's been wonderful to get some great support from some of the other people who are running various geeky establishments uh, around the country and, and even abroad. Uh, Mana Bar in Australia was one of the very first that uh, that ever existed. Uh, they have done some very, very cool things over the years and uh, have been tremendously successful out there. Uh, there's AFK Tavern out in Seattle. Um, they focus more on video games, certainly, and, and a lot of these other geek bars, they, they focus very much on video games. That's not necessarily exactly what we're doing, but, you know, we all, we all feel very simpatico, right? <laughs> we all, we all are sitting there going, you know, we love geeks, we are geeks, and we're creating spaces for geeks, which is just tremendous. And, uh, so we've all reached out, um, to each other and, and said, you know, this is, this is fantastic. Let's, uh, let's help each other out to be successful. Even, uh, you know, very, very much closer to home for us here in Chicago, uh, we've got, uh, the 42 Lounge up in Milwaukee. And, uh, those guys are fantastic. They, they gave us a great shout out in uh, one of our articles on NPR. Uh, our local station, WBEZ, carried a, a story for us and, they they were like we can't wait to to see this happen so you know happen because geeks need places like this and and that's exactly the truth we feel the exact same way um, that we need great spaces for geeks to go to everywhere um, and we're certainly hoping to to help build that so um, here in Chicago you know obviously people are are just ecstatic about it we've gotten a tremendous amount of support um, both on Kickstarter and just Generally, people think, I am so going to be there <laughs> the second you open. Can it be open tomorrow? And please, can you be in my backyard? <laughs> so that's, uh, those are the, the big comments that we're getting. And it's a lot of fun to, to be able to talk to people about our ideas and how we're going to implement this, because it really is all in the implementation, um, being able to, to put this together. And um, I'm, I'm very, very blessed to have a, an incredible staff around me that is helping to make this happen in, in ways that not even I could have foreseen in the beginning, but we're just going 
gangbusters on this and having a lot of fun doing it. And it's it's exciting that, you know, I mean, it's cool that so many people are excited about it because um, I haven't visited Chicago yet. I will be very soon. But I know that there are, there are probably more geeky establishments, not not exactly like embracing geek culture as a whole, but like I know you guys have some beer caves out there, some pinball places. And like here in Charlotte where I live, there, isn't, there really isn't anything like that. So you seem to have, like there, Chicago seems to be... Um, better uh has more to offer than maybe a lot of other places but then i'm guessing that's what also why it's so it's welcoming the idea so much yeah absolutely i you know we call chicago the geek capital of the world and um and if you really start to dig down into everything that's going on here in chicago i, I think we can very much back that up I, you know there I, i'm sure kayla will argue that it's seattle and uh, out at AFK Tavern, uh, I'm sure that uh, some of the other uh, geek bars will will make very similar arguments, but I think uh, I think Chicago has it hands down, and so it's it's been an absolute shame that we haven't had someplace like this. But there are some really great uh, places that have been serving as much of that purpose as they can, given their own concepts. Uh, in the meantime, we have uh, Emporium here in Chicago and Beercade. Uh, both of which are arcade bars. We also just got a, a third one, I believe it's called Replay, in Boys Town, which um, I'm looking forward to, to checking out very soon. Uh, one of my very good friends uh, who runs uh, the Sugar Gamers is actually uh, one of the bartenders over there. So uh, it's uh, it's one it's wonderful that we're getting these places that are, are you know, at least catering to one part of, of the geeks that are here in Chicago. Um, but these places aren't necessarily made for geeks. They're, they are certainly made for a broader audience. Um, in fact, it was very interesting. Uh, when Emporium opened, uh, there was an interview with Geek Girl Chicago, one of the very famous geek bloggers here in Chicago. Um, she went and talked to them and was very excited. And, and they said, you know, we're not geeks, actually. And, you know, we're opening in Worker Park. That's kind of hipster central. And we're, you know, we're, we're not necessarily geeks ourselves. This is just something that we saw in New York that was going on that, we wanted to emulate, so they uh, they went out there and and put together that bar, and it's it's certainly fostered a, a new type of bar here in Chicago that geeks certainly appreciate, but it's not necessarily made for them, and that's that's really the big difference, right? We're not necessarily relying on geeks trappings, and you know I almost hate to call it a gimmick, but um, you know it the the arcades uh, the arcade bars are are certainly not necessarily specifically geek related. They uh they have very cool things to to play. They have wonderful uh they have wonderful nostalgia value, but they're really almost more of a uh a throwback to the eighties, if you were. I remember growing up in the Detroit area, you know, me and a, all my friends would go to the arcade called Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. And it was fantastic. They couldn't serve us beer and I don't think they even had beer, but you know, certainly these places are, are drawing upon that. Um, but that's always a larger audience than just geeks, and they have to be more open than that. In fact, you go into an emporium, and uh, machines aren't all necessarily in the best shape. Uh, it's, you know, they're, they're certainly doing their best uh, to keep them in shape. We, we give them a good run for their money, I'm sure, as players. Um, and, but there's sports on the TVs, and uh, the noise the noise levels are are very high. A lot of a lot of music, a lot of sound. Oh, I want to talk a little bit about the noise level. Yeah, I and I think that's that's a for geese. You know, I don't know about you, but I certainly like to geek out, <laughs> and I have a feeling you do too. 
you know, how do you do that when when the noise is blasting? And really, those things that are there, the the games or whether they're uh, video games or 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 uh, board games or whatever it is, if uh, if they're only there to uh, to keep you around longer to serve you more beer, how is, that's not necessarily geek them, and that's that's I think where we're really going to make a huge difference in the community. So explain that a little bit, because when I read that about the noise levels, I thought that's perfect. Like when I was at mm-hmm. the at the way station on Sundays, we were watching Doctor Who. That place was dead silent, right? Mm-hmm. Because. Um, because it was about the show, right? And then in other activities and stuff, you want to be able to talk about what you just did. You want to be able to have those conversations. You want to be able to play that board game. So um, talk to us a little bit about like about what, what you plan to do um, regarding the noise levels and, and just in general, other things that are um, geek culture centric, right? That have the, the, the geek in mind and, and that shows that you really understand them unlike um, other places maybe. Absolutely. So... Um, I think the noise levels, I think, is what we started with. Uh, again, you know, running Chicago Game Lovers, um, we, we discovered a lot about environments for geeks. And, and we've been to some some bars and some other places that have really, you know, worked with us fairly well for what they are. And we've been to some where we just haven't gone back because it was just impossible to play there. Um, and it that really does carry over to other forms of geekdom, too, if you're talking about Doctor Who or... Or, or watching some Star Trek on the TV or whatever it is, you know, you have to create the right environment for that. Um, we ran a Kickstarter party uh, with one of our, our better uh, companion bars that we, uh, excuse the pun with companions also, but uh, with one of our companion bars that um, we work with, uh, which is the Lovers, we did a Kickstarter party there uh, to, to keep the momentum up and, and to drive, a, drive what's going on and to help uh, tell people to support us, and we showed Doctor Who. We showed, uh, in the name of the Doctor, the, the uh, series finale from uh, the last season, we showed uh, the five Doctors. And you could hear a pin drop in place as Doctor Who was, was being uh, shown on the TV. And afterwards, everybody was geeking out, really. You know, they, they wanted to talk about it. They wanted to talk about what's going on. They wanted to talk about, you know, the episode. They wanted to talk about other things that, you know, totally unrelated to, to Doctor Who or, or whatever tangent they might have got on or some science thing that, that was happening. Um, and But none of that can happen in an environment where you can't even hear yourself think. So one, that's one of the first things that we looked at is, is the noise levels. And in fact, the stretch goal that we're working on at this very moment um, that is at $40,000. If we hit $40,000, we'll have enough to bring in a professional uh, acoustics engineer so that they can help us to uh, do some things that will help keep the noise levels sane in Geek Bar, even if people are geeking out and the, and the bar is full. So that's part of our plan, making sure that you know we are constantly watching the noise levels and trying to make sure that people have the ability to talk and, and geek out with their fellow uh, with their fellow geeks and to be able to hear what's going on on the TVs and to be able to play their board games and be able to hear each other as they're talking about whatever that game is. The second thing, of course, is good lighting. You need to have good lighting on good tables so that whether you're sitting there working on your computer or you're sitting there uh, playing your board game or whatever it is you're doing, you can actually see what it is that's going on. Um, And so we're going to make sure that we have good lighting on, on good tables. But that was, that's the next thing. Is you have to have good tables that are conducive to A, the community, being a community, 
and B, that it is tables that are designed so that you can work on your laptop or you can uh, play your board game and and be really excited about what's going on. So we're designing custom tables that are a little bit wider than your average table, about three and a half feet wide, and they're going to be super long communal tables so that as you're sitting there playing your game, the next person down the table might be sitting there and you know, geeking out about their comic stash with their friends, and the next people down are sitting there talking about the next science discovery that's that's happening, or what's going on at you know whatever laboratory they're working in, or or some their friend is working at, and so forth. And so there are going to be a, a nice big communal tables for for people to be a part of that geek community at. Um, and these are some of the base features of the bar. Um, that we felt were, were necessary as far as environment goes. On top of that, we're also making sure, in addition to great geeky food and great geeky drinks, all geek-themed and, and you know really high-class stuff, we're also going to have a game menu so that people can, if they don't bring their own game, they can rent one of ours and play whatever it is that they love to play, whether that's Puerto Rico or Dominion or... Uh, Battlestar Galactica, whatever that is, they're going to be able to, to get games right on site that are our own games. That way, either they can leave their own games at home or they can, you know, screw up our games instead of theirs, whatever it is. Um, but uh, they'll have that opportunity uh, to, to come in and maybe even try a few new things. Um, so we're we're going to keep that well stocked and so your server is going to be able to not only serve you your, your food and your drink but they're going to bring your your games to your table as well and help you set it up and uh and get you going so it sounds like you've put some thought into this absolutely you know, we, like i said we did six months of research and it, it didn't go to waste so um you know we're we're going bigger and better all the time and and certainly you know the, the tvs are going to be great and well placed so that you can watch you know, Captain Picard doing his thing or, or, uh, barcade events or, or anything like that. Um, we're, we're, we've, we're going to have both bar space and event space so that we can have speakers coming in to do events. Um, my, my big dream event right now is, is, if you know, all the stars align and, and I can uh, put it together is to do an event I'm calling Neil Cubed, where we're going to, uh, invite Neil Gaiman, Neil, uh, and Neil deGrasse Tyson to come and do a talk moderated by Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> exactly. So I, I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be amazing, and it's going to be uh, just fantastic to, to see everybody there and, and doing their own thing and to, to be a part of the, the community and for us to, to even have a chance to expand that community out to people who – We'll call them geek curious, let's say. <laughs> the people who, you know, I think everybody has a little geek in them, really, on some level. You know, they, they saw Star Trek, uh, you know, in the theaters and knew Abrams movies and said, hey, that's really cool. Or or they've been a Star, Star Wars fan all their life, and maybe that's all they've really done. But there's not been a place out there that supported that geekdom inside of them. So this is that opportunity to um, to kind of check it out or, you know, come watch a, a show that they, they're otherwise watching alone at home, like Once Upon a Time or Game of Thrones, and to see that, hey, there's tons of other people out there who, who love this, that they can um, they can be around and 
and talk about their, their favorite things with and and start going from geek curious to full on geek and and for that to be okay. We live in the ascension in, in the ascendancy of the geek and you know it's it's rising up all around us. All the the media, all the games, all the all the cool stuff and even some of our, our top um our top people in the world who, who are talking and, and thinking about things, they're geeks too. I mean, you know, look at our president. You know, whether you love him or you hate him, you gotta admit, watching the president waving around a lightsaber on the the on the lawn of the White House is pretty darn geeky and fun. And so this is this is a time for us to to take our our claim as as the as the geeks of the world, and to to come out and say, hey, here we are. We're we're going to have some fun. We're this, we need a place for ourselves, and that's what Geek Bar is all about. And the best part, really, um, is that like yeah, the world is ready for this, right? But I mean, yeah. but we we geeks have been around for a long time, and. Uh, and now, like it's it's great to have a safe place, right? It's great to have comic cons and things like that where you can go. And but we there isn't there aren't a lot of places where you can just go and it's a safe, comfortable environment. And I know that you're also trying to to implement that into it, right? It's not just about having all this cool stuff. It's about being inclusive and 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 again having safe environment. Can you talk a little bit about um, how you're implementing that concept? Absolutely. And you know. You know... There's only so much I can do on my own, of course. Um, you know, I but I am, you know, I'm pretty much your classic geek. You know, what when you think of a geek, unfortunately, right now we still think of the white male as as the, the primary geeks of the world. But you know, if you start digging just a little bit deeper, it doesn't take long before you realize that women, people of color, they're you know they're all also geeks and and they want to be represented in geekdom as well and. Um, in order for us to create a bar where that's possible, where we can be as inclusive as possible, we have to take certain steps. We're looking for people on our leadership team that represent that. In fact, our chef de cuisine is a woman. Uh, we are we are continuing to look for uh, women and people of color who can represent uh, geekdom as well. When people look around the bar and see the staff and, and realize, hey, you know, this is not just about white males, you know, Doing some weird thing all on their own. We want to to make sure people see that uh, that diversity in the staff. I want to make sure that I'm hearing from people that can give me opinions that are outside my own experiences. Um, so that's very important to me. And in fact, um, one of the first things we've done, besides looking for for staff members who can help us out in that regard, is to uh, already put up on our our website our anti-harassment policy. Um, and in fact. You know, while that's a huge thing for for the conventions of the world right now, there's huge talk about it by John Scalzi and and various other folks on the internet. It's I think probably one of the we're probably one of the first bars just about anywhere that has an anti-harassment policy as well. But that's going to be important when we're trying to invite people who are coming in cosplay. I mean, we have a cosplay discount. We certainly want cosplayers to come in, but we want people to know that you know cosplay is not consent. We want people to feel comfortable coming in in their costume and, and feeling like they're, they're being part of a community, not there to be gawked at, not there to be told that they're not a real geek, that they're a fake geek girl or fake geek in, in some other ways. And so we want to make that clear right from the outset. 
Um, and our anti-harassment policy has already gotten us um, a lot of support in the community, and we've gotten a lot of thank yous from from people who are women and who are people of color who who see that and recognize the the strides that we're taking. So we're doing everything we can to be inclusive, to include diverse uh, opinions in our decision-making processes, and um, and to move forward based on all that. Very cool. Now I think uh, I, I'm not sure if it was completely clear, but um, the Geek Bar does not exist yet. It hasn't opened its doors, right? It's that in, is correct. Uh, right. And and I know you have a Kickstarter, and uh, I, I want to make sure that we talk about that. Is there anything else you want people to know about uh, Geek Bar um, before we get into the Kickstarter? Absolutely. So um, people who are, are interested where we're going to be, I, I have to unfortunately disappoint people for at least a short while longer. We are in negotiations on a place as we speak. It's going to be in the Lakeview neighborhood. Um, and it's really, really awesome space, but we're still in the, in the process of putting that all together. So I can't give specifics about, a, you know, address or, or, or much more than the, how we envision the space to be. And certainly we put up, um, you know, a quick sketch that, uh, one of our, our allies has put up for us, um, and to give people an idea, but until we actually have the, the space itself, you know, all secured and signed. We can't really say too much more. We promise that that's going to happen within the next couple of weeks. Oh, and it's important to say also, like, it's not it's not just the concept. Like, you have the, you talked about investors earlier and the Kickstarter mm-hmm. did start and you, you reached your, your, your goal and you surpassed it um, three times. So, <laughs> so, yes. so it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, right? It's definitely going to happen. Uh, yeah, as of this as of this very moment, we're at 310% or so, and it's, it keeps rising all the time. So by the time your listeners hear this, who knows where we're going to be, but um, the Kickstarter itself ends on um, uh, on a very ser- serendipitous day, uh, August 22nd um, uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, it's serendipitous because, of course, the concept itself originated on August 22nd last year, and uh, we hadn't actually planned this out for it to happen this way, but um, we love the fact that uh, on the anniversary of the concept uh, is when the Kickstarter is going to end. Um, so on the 22nd at 7 p.m., we are hoping that we are going to hit at least $70,000 uh, by the end of the campaign, but the, in, the reality is is that you know, we've already hit our initial goal. We've already hit our first stretch goal. We're more than halfway towards our second stretch goal. And that, that Iron Throne is in sight. And what's going to happen with the Iron Throne is if we hit that $70,000 stretch goal, we're going to buy the Iron Throne from HBO. It'll be a replica. It won't be the actual one they're using the show. So you don't have to worry about Joffrey not having any place to sit. But we're going to take that uh, replica throne and put it in in the bar at our chef's table. And you're going to be able to uh, get a seat at that chef's table with your friends and get to sit at the Iron Throne. And we're going to have a special chef's menu and all that. This could be really cool. It's going to be a, a swank deal. People are, are, I think, going to be really excited. People are already really excited. They're, they're like, <laughs> I want to see the Iron Throne at, at Geek Bar because that will just totally cement, you know, the fact that when I walk in, I know where I am. So... We're hoping that that's going to be our crown jewel, and uh, certainly we are the only ones that feel that way. Uh, HBO itself, uh, through their Game of Thrones uh, Twitter account, has already shown their support by tweeting out our uh, our Kickstarter page and said, let's get this. So 
even the people at HBO themselves are are wanting us to succeed. And I think that's pretty fabulous. And that's yeah, a very big endorsement for, for what we're doing. Absolutely. <laughs> so we've mentioned the Kickstarter a bunch of times. Um, tell us a little bit more about it. Um, we know it ends uh, actually from today, just in a couple of days. Um, but uh, what are some of the perks that people can get and uh, what can they expect from, from the campaign? Well, actually, I think, uh, you know, the, the perks that we've put together have been pretty fabulous. Um, everything from the, the base level uh, gift that we're doing, which is at $10 or more, we're actually creating a mural uh, at Geek Bar with our Geek Flag stickers, which is the Chicago flag, but with Geek written out in 8-bit uh, on the flag. And we're going to have people sign those and we're going to put up a giant mural of all those flags with the signatures on our wall. So people can have something to point to and say, I helped to put this together. I helped to build this. Um, even at uh, $10, um, we feel like that was important to build that sense of community. Um, so that's, that's the base level. And, you know, we have your, t- your t-shirts and, and cool stuff like that. Um, but uh, as you start getting up there, there's even some, some much cooler things going on. Um, at $100 or more, uh, you're going to get a lab coat with our logo embroidered on it and a name of your choice uh, also embroidered on it so that you have a Geek Bar lab coat that you can wear into the bar or anywhere else you might want to go. Or if you're doing science, then you're going to look really stylish. Um, we have uh, a few more spots, actually one of our most popular um, higher level uh, spots was that you can have a plaque on one of our big custom tables that I mentioned. Um, so there are still a few of those left uh, for people to grab um, so that you can be immortalized on the, on the table itself. Uh, we have our, our good friends at Blame Society Productions, the, the creators of Chad Vader, um, that are going to do a live episode at, with of Beer and Board Games. And we're going to have a bunch of our supporters that support us in, in the, on the very first tw- uh, 24 hours who are going to be part of that audience. But um, you still have a chance to have shot done in your honor during that episode. Uh, so your name will be on the air on Beer and Board Games uh, done by the creators, Chad Vader. I think that's pretty darn cool. And, and uh, we've already got, a f- already got a few people who are doing that. Um, there are only a couple spots left where you get to have dinner with myself and my co-founder, uh, Matt Wolf, as well as Chef Tom Kern, uh, at Bad Happy Poutine, which is Chef Tom's, uh, current restaurant, uh, that he's, he owns and operates. It's, it's a poutine shop, probably the only one south of Canada that I know of anyways. Um, he is doing just great, great food. And Chef Tom is just a genius. He's our executive director of cuisine and the, the stuff that he has been coming up with is just amazing. In fact, there's a, uh, there's a food video on, uh, the Kickstarter, uh, called Eat that, um, is just some, some really amazing, uh, work that, of, that he was doing that, uh, shows some great stuff like our gold coins, which are maybe these fried goat cheese medallions with a chickpea relish and eggplant reduction. It's gorgeous, beautiful. And let me tell you from personal experience, tasty stuff. <laughs> so, um, so that's a, still an option. We have a, 
a blazing friend of Geek Bar level where you actually get to see Chef Tom do his uh, research and development on, on these dishes and get to, to chat with him for the afternoon as he's, uh, as he's putting these things together and um, get to spend the time in the kitchen with him uh, seeing what he does. Um, and then up on the, the top end, we have the VIP party uh, for our launch. These are going to be the very first people who get to, to check out Geek Bar and, and experience it in all its glory. And uh, that's going to be an all-expenses, you know, party that – a paid party that uh, people come in and get to try everything on the menu, try all the cool stuff uh, at the bar, try to – you know, check out the TVs, check out the event space, check out all these things. And we have some very special guests that we're lining up for that party, which will be announced in the next day or two um, so that people know, you know, what kind of entertainment we're lining up as well. Um, we, uh, you could get your name on the menu, uh, immortalized right on there uh, under one of the drink or, or food items. We guarantee that at least for the first year, we're going to keep that, either that dish or we'll, we'll move your, your name to another list, but you'll you'll have dedication right on the menu saying this person, uh, you know, back to this dish, and uh, you know you'll be immortalized right there, where everybody who walks in is going to see it. Um, and then finally, the the really big one, the one that everybody kind of drools at, is our superhero birthday club. Every year at Geek Bar, at the chef's table you and a friend are going to have a meal on us by Chef Tom. And it's going to be an amazing meal, one of those uh, great chef's table meals that we were talking about. And you get that gratis on our on our bill for the rest of your life. Now, that sounds pretty cool on its own. But remember, we're going for the Iron Throne. And if we hit $70,000, that's your birthday on the Iron Throne every year for the for rest life. of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty darn cool. I think, uh, what do you think? Uh, one of the best perks I've ever seen on Kickstarter, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> well, I'm glad Pretty you good. agree. Uh, yeah. I think that cemented that it is probably the, the coolest thing ever. So um, we've got already one person who's grabbed that, and uh, we're expecting that last final push of it. You know, you know how Kickstarters go. The, it's the last couple of days where everybody's been who's been drooling over, you know, all the, the great perks are, are sitting there going, can I do it? Can I do it? Yes. Um, so we're, uh, we're looking forward to having some more people as part of the, the superhero birthday club very, very soon. Um, anyhow, that's, those are, those are the big things. Um, we've added a few things along the way. In fact, um, if we hit 500 backers, uh, which I'm feeling very confident about, uh, we were now at, uh, as of, uh, this taping, we're at 449, which means we're about 50 people away. The Museum of Science and Industry is going to throw us a victory party where they're going to bring us in, do live science for us, live science experiments um, on stage for us, and, and uh, we'll get to see that. And then we'll have uh, we'll be running around the, the museum the rest of the day getting to check out all their cool exhibits. So, um, and that's for anybody who pledges $25 and up. So we're very, very close to, to getting uh, that perk added. Um, if we uh, get to the $70,000, and I, you know, I hope we do it with enough time for people to, to jump on this one, uh, there's going to be a, uh, a new level that we're going to add at, for $1,337. Uh, and that is our elite level that is going to be 
uh, allow you to be the supreme ruler of Geek Bar for a day. You're going to get to sit on the Iron Throne, uh, select what's on the TV from our media library, decide which of our drinks is on special that day, and uh, you'll get to tell Chef Tom what your favorite dish is so he can riff on it for you and the rest of the, the bar and serve it as our food special for the day. So you get to rule Geek Bar um, if we get to $70,000, and I have a feeling there will be some people who want to do that one as well. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of great stuff, and uh, our big add-on is even uh, pretty cool, uh, The where you get to flip a table with a game on it for all the world to see, because we're going to tape it and put it up on, on our uh, channel and on our website and everything else. So whatever level you, you donate at, whether that's $10 or $2,000, $50 is going to, uh, $50 more is going to allow you to be, get immortality on the interwebs, which of course everybody wants. So, um, that'll be very cool. And, you know, you get to flip a copy of sellers, or whatever it is you like. Very cool. I know um, there's there's a lot of news coming up soon um, on the Geek Bar. There's a lot of details that uh, we'll, I'm sure you'll be sharing with everybody soon. If people want to find out more information, where where should they go? Well, uh, first things first, let me give you the Kickstarter. Uh, you know, go to Kickstarter and look for the project Geek Out Geek Bar. Um, so that's that's number one. Number two. If you go to our Facebook page, that's our main uh, our main feed for information and, and news and excitement. Um, you can just go to facebook.com slash geekbar. Um, nice and simple like that. Um, we also have our website at geekbarchicago.com. And our uh, the parent company that, that uh, uh, has all of our brands, uh, including Youth Bar and some of the, the cool games that we do in Chicago Game Lovers as well, is can- called Cantina Forward, and that's cantinaforward.com. Uh, Cantina Forward, of course, being an amalgamation of the two greatest bars in sci-fi history. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you again, David, for coming on the show. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to, to having you at, uh, at Geek Bar Chicago very soon. Um, and, of course, your listeners as well. Absolutely. And I can't, I can't wait to check it out. Um, everything that you mentioned, um, everything that David mentioned, all those links will be in the show notes for the episode. And for more information on Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.com or follow us on Twitter at Geek Therapy. Okay.